This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick, Alex Brandt-Bernard Rasmussen, sleep-deprived Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brandt-Bernard. And we'll be right back. Special guest Wendy right after this with the family. Dougie, what's happening to my favorite Nissan stores? Well, a lot, actually. Last month, Dan Resch and the Burnsville team finished number one in the state, and the month before, J-Lo and the Coon Rapids team took the top state spot. KQ listeners? Yeah, I've had to explain what a pair of choppers means to some of the staff. Anyway, this month, we want to talk about a couple killer finance deals on 2020 Muranos and 2020 Rogues. Read this. This month at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan, get 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new Rogue or 0% for 72 months on a brand new Murano. Wow, 0 for 72 months on a Murano? Yeah, I don't remember the last time we did that. Yeah, I don't remember the last time the Vikes beat the Packers either. Yeah, too soon. But wait, there's more. Not only do you get 0% on Rogue and Murano, but you also get Walzer Care. It's a 10-year, 150,000-mile powertrain warranty, and it's absolutely free, but only at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and Coon Rapids Nissan. That is a wrap. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We're rocking out, baby. That's all I know. That's all there is to it. We are back. Wendy is with us. Wendy, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing okay. We're just kind of moving forward with life, you know. I was really hurt. I was really sorry to hear about your friend this morning. I I really wanted to just let you know my condolences. Well, that's very but nice. I, yeah. I do feel bad. Well, I mean, and even if it's friends that we don't see very often, yep. you know, when it's somebody that we have like good memories like that with, it's it's always hard. So I, I feel really bad. Did it get listed <laughs> listed as a COVID death? I don't know. I I don't oh, know that. 
Uh, I don't know how he died. It sounds like he died in his sleep, so I don't know. Because now even they, they just have symptoms. They don't even have to prove they had COVID. It's oh, listed as COVID. You know, there's reporting 200,000. It's like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'd like to know how many people well, actually did die of COVID. That no one knows now. Well, the know, records are too smooth, right. smeared. I know someone that was in a hospice unit. They were dying of Alzheimer's. So, and then they died. And then they, you know, did the blood tests, and they're like, "Oh, he has COVID. It's COVID death." Oh my like, god! No, no, it was because <laughs> it's, he true. Had it's, it's true. It's true. They do. Yeah. It's true. He may have had the virus in his system, but that's not what he died. Now. Wendy, I know someone died in a motorcycle accident, and then after he died, they said that he had COVID, and oh, he got what's it is a COVID death. Uh, and he didn't even know he wasn't even sick. He called it, with COVID, the name of his motorcycle? Yeah, yeah there you go. The COVID-19. <laughs> COVID-19 it's motorcycle. It's like how you name boats, but you're a motorcycle. Yeah, it all works out in the end. So, you know, Crazy what people, are you going to do? Crazy people. What are you going to do? So, Wendy, what else is happening in the world? Well, I was listening to your conversation before about how people treat, you know, you know and people do treat people you know who are not as monetarily advantaged they do treat them crappy i mean mm-hmm. i grew up in school when i up when i grew up off there in the country in school you could tell the haves and the have nots and you know right. my parents were that you know we didn't have all this extra money to throw around because my parents owned businesses and mm-hmm. you know all the money went into them so i wasn't able to get like you know look like the the popular girls and they do treat you really crappy. Oh, yeah. There's no but, question know, about it. Well, you know, and the benefit is there's a couple of them that treat you really bad. It's like, you know, karma has shown its lovely head. And I do appreciate that, you know, where <laughs> I'm on my first marriage. I, you know, it's like I hate to be snarky like that. But, man, I'm on my first marriage. Good husband. Good family. You know, there might be someone who treated me really crappy who alcoholic at least their third marriage you know it's like yeah i feel good about where i am in, in the world yeah. you mean there might be somebody out there like that <laughs> there, there might be there might no be names, i know all the popular there, mean there girls the popular mean girls that were good looking when, in my high school they're they didn't do well <laughs> really and yeah, and the ugly yeah. Girl, now and the ones that got picked on are now all really good looking and have their yeah. shit together. If you peak in high school, that means That's, just you yeah. only go down from there. That's yeah. why I mean it's True. really important to tell uh, high school and junior high school students that high school junior high is not life no there is life after those grades no matter what you look like no matter what's going on right it's just a short period of time and i have to say that's something that the private the public schools could learn from catholic schools is i'm telling you Mm -hmm. everybody wearing the same thing every day uniforms changes the way they Mm -hmm. interact with each other nobody gets picked on because they're wearing that cool jeans yeah Yeah, i can see that that's false Mm -hmm. I went to private school, wearing uniforms. People were horrible human beings. It was the worst, the worst people ever were at that school. Not my school. I had a, I, I'm still friends with every single person. But that was high, was that, that high was school? Did you go to a... I went to oh. 12 years of Catholic school. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went to And I'm still friends nine. with all of my friends from school. They were That's all good. great people. I, was, I can't think of one person that was, that was like, mean and bad. Hmm. Huh. Alex, I did, I did like the high school you went to, though, Alex, because Kate, uh, oh, yes. you know, there there was nobody that was, there wasn't a lot of that, like, savage, 
bullying or anything. Well, no, because we were all like you know, artists I mean, and weird and yeah. like you know, and, that, and every everybody was, and that was yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. But I also went to school I in the seventies and in the early eighties, so it's yeah. a different time yeah, than yeah. it was. Yeah, well, a lot, I mean, I know a friend of mine had an autistic son, and he was just brutalized in high school. So she sent him to um, Mar- uh, Benilde, and they took care of him. And he, I mean, seriously, they tried to pick on him. And the principal took in these boys, which were like the jocks that were just being jerks to him, and told them what a day in his life was like. She had him, them crying by the end of the talk, and then they became his fiercest protectors. But you can't do that anymore. No, you can't, can't do, do that anymore. in public school. You know, my school, had, no. we had all those cliques, the jocks and the heads and stoners and all that stuff. But I wasn't in any of those groups, but I was friends with all of them. Yeah, I was like them. a, I was like a floated around yeah, from thing to thing. Yeah, but I was friends thing. with everyone. And I never got hassled by, and everyone was, literally, I was friends with everyone in all those groups. That's because you had good drugs to sell. <laughs> no, I no. wasn't doing drugs yet. <laughs> I didn't do drugs yeah, till late in life. High oh. school was easy. <laughs> junior high, oh God. Junior high, yeah, junior horrible high, human yeah. beings. It's horrible human junior beings. High so, yeah, was, I was very junior confident high was junior high, so. Well, no, people are junior just... Junior high was, in a, in a public school, junior high... That's why she was in the school that we put her in for high school, because junior high, St. Paul Public School, not naming which one, was sucky, really sucky. It's like, you know, too many kids, kids are a-holes because, you know, they feel like they run the school and they don't have to listen to the teachers. And it's uh, it's just like, uh, guys, you got to kind of respect the teachers, you know? Crazy talk, I know, but you got to respect the sure. teachers. And that could be another thing, too. I went to a school that had a 30-person graduating class. So. Yeah, that makes a huge yeah, difference. I think, mine was, I think mine was 20. <laughs> mine was 28 people. So. But you never got picked on in high school? In high school? No. No, no yeah. one cared Junior, anymore. Yeah, no one. Everybody was pretty. No. And I think it was, it was a bit high junior school. High but is, yeah, junior high. I think it was high. what yes. generation you were, too. Yeah. Generations are different. That's you know, true. Yeah. 70s, late 70s, when I went to high school, grade school and I graduated in 84, they just didn't have that kind of stuff. Like, people didn't care enough. Well, I also, <laughs> I went to a relatively fancy middle school, so there were a lot of snobs there. Yeah. And whereas my high school, mm-hmm. our class slogan was get her done <laughs> so not a lot of snobs well i was talking about i was talking about done. that with dan yeah. a few weeks ago so we were talking about the differences between private school and public school and stuff and where fawn will end up and whatever because she currently goes to a private preschool but we don't know, know if it's we'll necessarily there. private versus it's just you know rogers versus wherever where yeah it's, and just where like some, you know it's a nice area versus Eden a prairie yeah versus a very rural area just two different yeah of people. but i was like the one of the private schools that i went to was super swanky but like the the kids were horrible human beings because the parents would be gone for like two weeks at a time yeah. on business trips and be like here's three thousand dollars see you in two well, weeks you're around yeah. a bunch of spoiled brats yeah yeah and, so, yeah, and then yeah, high Not school, it was just... You want to find an upper-middle-class school, you know, the, the working families and, yeah. and a small and a small school, a small classroom. If yeah. you can find it. And That's what Fawn's currently in. You know, if you're nice. in a t- class of 20, you get a lot of attention from that teacher. 
Like, yeah. My teachers paid attention to my problems, and they worked me through problems. And they cared enough to do it. I don't think you would get that today. I don't know. Fawn School is really small and nice, but it's a little more religious than I would. I met, they did pick on one girl. She peed her pants a lot. In like seventh and eighth grade. So she got picked oh, on. Oh, for crazy. We got to take a break. Wendy, thank you very much for being with us, as always. Thank you. You guys have a great day. You too. We'll Bye. be back, ladies and gentlemen, with the family. Yeah, she Peter Pants. Tom Bernard here, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website about a customer near where I grew up, North Minneapolis. They were specifically looking for a community bank. That's right, Tommy, Prestige Products. They had been with another community bank, but when their bank was acquired by a large regional bank, the owner felt like they were just seeing his business for the numbers on the page and not really understanding his long-term plans. So we met with a number of community banks in the area, including us. Luke at our branch in Shoreview met with the owner. They hit it off, and Prestige Products chose to work with us. Incidentally, their favorite part of working with Luke is that he gets excited about the same things that are important to them. Having a clear understanding of your long-term goals makes for a great relationship and our difference maker for your business. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Dun, dun, dun. I'm rocking out, man. <laughs> we are back. Wendy, uh, you rock out a lot. Andy's connecting with Josh Mankiewicz. Uh, coming up in a couple of seconds, Dateline NBC kicks off all new broadcasts this week as the true crime original enters its 20, 29th season. Dateline's been on for 29 years. Pretty good run. Holy I Anna. believe it. I feel like it's been on as long as I remember. Pretty yeah, I yeah. suppose. I suppose that is true. Um, and I watch it, too. Dateline? It's yeah. a good show. I watch it. You know what I haven't watched in a long time is 60 Minutes. Is it still any good? No. That's what I've heard. I just heard it's terrible now. But Dateline I haven't watched still, it in years. I, get it. I watched Dateline, the old ones on Roku. Oh, yeah. So you can watch them all the way back. There's so many seasons, right. you never run out. Yeah, 29, <laughs> 29 seasons, that'll get it done. You can just keep watching them. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. How are we doing, Andrew? They're just produced well, and the, the, the format's good. So it's got yeah, good I think format. that's true, yeah. yeah. I think you're absolutely right. But in any case, thank you again to Aaron Brockovich. I thought she was a terrific guest. I just, I do. I, just, I like strong-willed women. I yeah. just always have. Loved it before. I still do. Yeah, it's you good to go, Andrew? Yep. Week. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Mankiewicz. How you doing, Josh? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure. Dateline NBC kicks off all new broadcasts this week as the true crime original enters. I, Josh, 29. I wasn't even born yet. You don't believe that to be true. I, I know. Uh, it's, uh, as you know, that doesn't happen in television. No. Right? No. I think it's terrific. Josh Mankiewicz will report. I mean, we're the longest running primetime program on NBC. Is that right? Oh. It's just form. Yeah. It's just done very well, and the format's so perfect. The, it is, the, yeah. The, the, you watch it every time you see it on because it's, it's formatted right. It, it does seem to be working. Yep. It does. <laughs> I like that. He gives it the, it does seem to be working. We're doing something yes, right. It does. <laughs> Works for me. Josh Mankiewicz will report on the mysterious disappearance of Colorado rancher Jake Millison. Uh, let's preview of trouble at the 7-Eleven Ranch. Uh, we can send that down the line to you if you want to do that. But you could watch, of course, 
on Channel 11, local here in Minneapolis and St. Paul, Josh Mankiewicz on Dateline NBC. Uh, how long have you been well, on the show? The next one up is this Thursday. Uh, normally we're on Fridays. And right. for a right. while we're going to be on Thursdays and Fridays as NBC tries to sort of figure out the schedule after the lockdown. But the next, the next Dateline... Uh, where you are and where your listeners are is this Thursday, yep. uh, and it's two hours, so it starts um, at, uh, I think, 8 o'clock your time. Yes. Uh, and it's by Keith Morrison, and it's a story out of Colorado, which is just absolutely hair-raising, i got to say. Um, I didn't report it, Keith did, but, you know, we all know and love Keith, and, uh, uh, and this, is a, uh, this is a great story. This is about a woman who was attacked, left for dead, there's a long, long search to find a suspect based on the latest DNA technology. It takes forever, and right when they think it's paying off, uh, uh, there's a phenomenal twist, which I'm not going to tell you about, but it is, it, it's, a, it's an amazing story. But if you tell me now, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> we promise. We don't start Dateline by saying... Uh, here's the story of a guy who was accused of killing his wife, but it actually turned out it was the next-door neighbor. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Is, is, is Dateline going to stream yeah. on Peacock? Uh, so we're going to lead you around some corners. But, uh, uh, but it's a... Uh, and that's part of the fun of doing this. Yep. You know, I mean, the stories we cover, they are deadly serious. We, we always draw a pretty, pretty bright line between the story and the storytelling. Stories very serious, frequently... It's the worst thing that ever happened to someone and someone in their family. And the other side of that is the storytelling, in which we do actually, you know, make it, we, we try to live in the moment, and we sort of take you through the investigation from the beginning. So right away, they didn't know it was the next-door neighbor. They still thought it was the, it was the husband. And then you, we, we'll take you through that investigation until it reveals who it actually was. Ultimately, of course, we're bound by the truth. We don't say somebody's a suspect if they weren't. We don't say somebody was acquitted if they weren't. You know how it goes. But, but we do have some fun telling you the story. And we don't tell you everything always right at once. No, well, that's a good thing. Josh, I am one of these people I'm about to talk about. But people are fascinated with human behavior, whether it's selfishness, uh, the ability to murder, uh, with crime in general. Uh, do people watch? Obviously, it's interesting. They're interesting human stories. But is there an element where it's like, I, I'm very fearful of this, and maybe if I watch what really happened, maybe I, I might feel better about it. I love Dateline NBC. I love, you know, crime stories, all the rest of it. Now, I grew up in a high-crime area, so I assumed, in my case, it was because I grew up in a neighborhood like that. But I think people in general like it. You know, I think part of the success of Dateline is that people like seeing the system that they pay their tax dollars into working yeah. properly. Yeah, yeah. Although sometimes, as we know, it does not. Uh, I think also, you know, most people are n have never been and never will be victims of violent crime in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. But everybody's been in a relationship that didn't go the way they wanted it to. People is more about the relationships than the actual crime. And it's about the decisions people make. Mm -hmm about somebody that maybe they once loved, somebody that maybe is the mother or father of their kids. Uh, it is astonishing what people do. Uh, and it, 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 I will say, after all these years, uh, I've been here only 25 years. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a newcomer here at Daylight. But uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still astonished at how these things turn out and the, and the, the choices that people make.
So they don't tell you beforehand how it turns out? You learn it as you're doing no, no, the show? No, usually, usually okay. by the time we start on this story, it's either over or close to over because when we when we do a story, we need a lot of stuff that isn't available until the story's finished. Right. Like police and prosecutors usually won't talk to you until the case has been fully right. adjudicated. Right. And also when the case is over, then you can get, because they're usually public documents, you can get all the stuff in the case file because you need... You know, that 911 call where the guy sounds, you know, inappropriately enthusiastic. Right. You know, <laughs> so you need all of that to do the story. So we usually know how it comes out when we, when we st- certainly by the time we start putting it together, we know. When we start on it, we usually don't know. We start right away, but then mm-hmm. we don't finish until the, the, the final results are in. I wanted to ask you, I know NBC's doing a big push for Peacock right now because I think comes out next week, start streaming live. Is Will all the episodes of Dateline, the back episodes, be on Peacock? I don't think they all will, but I think a ton of them will be. Okay. I mean, I don't think you can go back to, um, like, when I started in 1995, but you can certainly get a ton of episodes in recent years, I yeah. think, and not... Um, uh, more than uh, are available right now, for instance, on our website. Well, I, wa- I watch some of your real old, early ones on Roku still. So, so one more time? I watch some of the early ones on Roku, the early datelines. They're, per- right. they're, they're pretty, it's like probably your first five or six years on there. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was before, uh, you know, a couple hundred thousand miles of so I putting some miles on there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's exactly it. It is a, a great show, though, Josh. I love watching it. You can learn things. Uh, one of the things that I love to learn, again, about myself is that I don't think I have it in me to murder someone, which I think is a good thing, Josh. No. I think that is a good thing, although I will say, you know, most of the people that we do stories about at Dateline, are, most of the killers are first-timers. Yeah. We don't do a lot of stories about serial killers or hired killers. Uh, we do stories about people who, who have decided on murder as a way out of their troubles. And their trouble could be, I'm going to get divorced and I don't want you to get me my money. Or I don't love you anymore. Or I'm tired of you taking up with somebody else. Uh, they're usually people who have decided to do this for the first time, which is one reason why they make a lot of mistakes, which is a big reason as to why they get caught. I think that's exactly right. It, it, it just... Boy, the human condition is amazing, and Joshua, it would, I know we only have one minute, so I won't get onto a different subject, but boy, the way people are behaving right now, Josh, it scares the hell out of me. Man, people are nuts right now. Well, it is, I mean, you know, it is, it is astonishing. I see these stories, and I, uh, uh, after all this time, I'm still pretty surprised. Isn't that just, it's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Dateline NBC kicking off all new broadcasts this week. Uh, we're talking about tomorrow night, September 24th. It's 8 o'clock Central Time, as a matter of fact. A limited run of all new broadcast on Thursdays. That is starting tomorrow night. Right. We're, all, we're always on Fridays, except yep. for this week. We're also on Thursday and not Friday. And then we'll also be on some Thursdays in the weeks ahead. I think it's because production on everything else was kind of shut down over the summer. So we're yes. filling some holes for them. Well, I tell you what, you're going to be a huge hero because people are going to be going, oh, my God, new programming. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be terrific. Josh Mankiewicz, thank you so much for your time. Great talking to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a good day. We take a break. Be right back with segment three. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. <laughs> oh, we have breaking news here, ladies and gentlemen. It's breaking news. Breaking news. After 118 days of protests in Louisville over the death of Breonna Taylor at the hands of police, a decision, Officer Brett Hankinson will be charged with multiple counts of wanton endangerment, Jefferson County... Uh, Judge Annie O'Connell said Wednesday he was one of three officers who fired their weapons into Taylor's apartment on March 13th. The family had been seeking manslaughter charges, so he will not get manslaughter, okay. but he will get wanton returning, endangerment. I mean, returning fire is not manslaughter. Well, I, no. What I understood about this the entire time until like the last two days is that she was sleeping in her bed and the cops just came in and slaughtered that's, yeah, her. Yeah, that's, that's not, not what happened at all. That was the story, though. I know. How can they get it that wrong? But they they lie. lie. They're not getting it wrong. They're lying. <laughs> well, they do it on purpose, absolutely. They, they want are trying so what, to create news. What, yes, they are. Andy, actually happened? Please um, tell me the fact, man. So we know for a fact they went to this apartment. Okay, I know it was that her boyfriend's apartment. They had a warrant. They, they had a warrant. The only thing but that people aren't... But I heard it was they went to the wrong apartment because it was a dr- it's supposed to be a drug bust. That and they may or may the... not be true. Yeah, okay. Because the guy was, was a, a drug, drug dealer. dealer. Yeah, her boyfriend. So was and she yeah. wasn't a cop anymore, She right? wasn't an EMT. She was an EMT. EMT. She was an EMT. But I don't know if she still was. That's not really material. And it doesn't really matter. It's It no. would be an awful coincidence for them to try to break into a drug dealer's house and break into the wrong house and it's also a drug dealer so i'm thinking it wasn't the wrong house well, yeah. what neighborhood we won't know well they have <laughs> everybody's everyone's a drug dealer the main the main fact about the case that matters yeah. is they kicked down the door and the boyfriend started shooting at them so they started shooting back and <laughs> she got hit in the crossfire well, and there were multi- and then there were things cuz i was trying to actually get the facts about it's this so when hard it first to find came out and it was like hell. um yeah, she was asleep, and then, oh, they say that they just bar like the cops gave. They didn't knock. They just that may or may not be true. And that's another thing. It's it like there's no, no... Knock, it was a no knock warrant. It was 100. Yeah, but they're saying the cops said that despite the fact that it was a no knock warrant, they knocked and said police. Well, they knock with the but the when they bust the door down. <laughs> well, no, really the, the, the cops the cops say that they knocked and said and police, neighbors say that they knocked. We have a warrant, well, and then the boyfriend said they didn't. We won't know until the body cam comes out. Well, but regardless, yeah. if they had a no knock warrant, they could have 
entered without knocking. That they wouldn't be at fault for that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're saying that they did regardless, and they're like, no knock warrants should be I illegal. I have some other breaking blah, blah, blah. news too. So before I came here, I was watching the Senate trials on COVID, mm -hmm. and they were talking about the vaccinations. Do you know all the vaccines, every company that's making one, mm -hmm. as they get distributed throughout the world, they have to be kept at minus 94 degrees at all times until it's injected into a person. That feat alone is close to impossible. Yeah. So that means every pharmacist would have to have some sub freezer freezer that keeps it 94 below zero. Where'd you hear that? On the Senate today. Are they out of their minds? I would not. Negative 94. I'm not I taking would, that. Thing. I would not get that oh. vaccine if you get. You were talking about it on the every morning company. show a few yeah. days ago, and yeah, I texted Dad. I was yeah, like, "Yeah, I wouldn't take that vaccine if you gave me five hundred dollars with it." Oh God, no! Well, not five, <laughs> maybe not after, maybe or after like five thousand, even. Year like, or so. No, but not I've even never, a year. I never I, had a flu shot. I read this really amazing article early on that I ca cannot find now, and I'm very sad. Um, but it was. A guy, and he was talking about how it takes six to ten years to actually figure out if a vaccine is safe. Yes. Six to ten I years? Would, would, it's would, the final I, phase. I it's human that. trials. Because, yeah. yeah, because they're like, it could, you know, you could get a vaccine Long and it could mess up your cells so much. And then every si all know. of a sudden yeah. everyone has brain right. tumors. Well, there's like, right. you don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, you used to take Vioxx. Long ago, I did, yeah. and then they took that off the market because it was giving people heart like, attacks. Look at Zantac. Exactly. Look at Zantac. Like, I mean, Zantac yeah. yeah. was on the market for like 20, 30 years, and, and they then, took it off because it's causing cancer. And then, what's yeah. the other one that gets rid of colds? Uh, she lost her sense of smell for like oh, six, six months, months yeah, doing well, those swabs. No, no, yeah, it gives yeah. you brain tumors. Yeah, so, they uh, pulled it. It's not so you can't great news here. So it's like about medicine is that. When it's released to market, that's technically the last phase of a trial. Mm -hmm. They only release it to market if it's, you know, they vet it as much as they can, but there's only so much you can do with trials. So it's like, you know, when it gets to re released to market, it's like we're 99% sure this is safe, but there's no real that's way why, to know. That's why yeah. I agreed with the right to try. If you're going to die no matter what, then you can try this experimental yeah. drug. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So why not? So that, you know, Trump passed that, got passed this year. So you uh. have the right to try anything you want. By the way, I think, yeah, yeah. It's like if the options are die or probably die, Absolutely. I'm going to choose probably yeah. die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, there are no body cameras. There yeah, there is no body cameras no on that. Oh, there are? Oh. No, that's state, that's state oh, well, that that's, not mandatory. In that, state. They should be mandatory everywhere. Uh, every cop should, should always have to wear body cameras. I think they should just have a camera crew that goes around with them, <laughs> yeah, does every, the time. films everything they the do. The problem with uh, the all, all the time body cams is the cop can't let you go. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Can't I mean, I've had cops say, I'll just that's get true. out of here, man. That's a kid. Because it's on body, they'd get fired. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're not bringing in revenue because they just didn't what's, write you a ticket. What's the difference if a cop lets them go or the the, the court system well, just lets them go? No, it's yeah. not cry about it. Much more wasted tax dollars. Yeah, the court system lets them go, a it's bunch of lawyers and judges right. get paid. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Why. Uh, I tell you, it's a, it's a thrill. I, I have a question for, for everybody about this. 
Um, why 94 below? Why would you ever need to make because keep something that cold? Because the stuff in the vaccine has to has to be at that temperature to stay active. I don't to believe that for active? one second. Well, that's what they that's what they just said on the Senate. I watched I, the Senate hearings today. I believe it. It has you to do? stay at 94 degree well, negative otherwise, degrees. Otherwise, it's probably got a live I mean, or partial virus in it. Dr. Yeah. Fauci, and the head of CDC, said we'll we'll make it happen. We're working <laughs> on portable subfreezers to go to pharmacists. It has to stay at negative 94. That's the number they gave. Negative. And if it isn't... Doesn't that hurt when they inject you? Yeah. I would think so. Say, you think your body <laughs> warm enough for a second? Blood I would freezes? think so. And, I, and in my head, I'm like, well, what, if, what happens if it's 91 or it's 90? Does yeah. something happen Uh-oh. to you? That wouldn't be good. Like, I don't know. What happens well, if it's, it's not? Like like a maybe food's... you switch political parties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of like maybe. a food safety thing where it's like once it's warmed up, you got to eat it within four hours. Yeah. yeah. The vaccine, yeah, yeah. they'll warm up before they inject yeah. it. But, but once it's warmed up, I it's see. already like on its way out. You can't read. Negative 94 is cold. Oh, man. That is my cold, God. baby. I had to have well, a blood transfusion one time. Like and they they were feeding the, the blood that was coming into me was like, like ice. Cold. And I must, it hurts. I must yeah. say, and I hate, I hate to pick on Democrats, but I must say, watching the Senate trials today, they're sent, not Senate trials, but Senate hearing on the COVID. Right. Every Republican senator was, thanks for, we re- thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate mm-hmm. how hard you're working. And all the Democrat ones just berate them. <laughs> I know. That's what they Just do now. Just berate them. I know. Like instantaneously. And they all had, every, and every Democrat mentioned Trump. Like he's not even in this situation. Well, and could somebody explain something to me? What was he supposed to do? Oh, it's his fault. Oh, my God. What was he supposed to do? Yeah, nobody can answer that for Biden me ever. says he killed 200 million people. Yeah, 200 million. That's what he said, yeah. He killed 200 million people. Well, like, does, that, for that. does that mean every country's leader is on the hook for the deaths? Uh, that's exactly because what I Trump say. is on the hook for our yeah, deaths, absolutely. then every country's leader is now a mass murderer. And yeah. they should every shut down Europe because they're getting oh, it back again. So, you know, just, you have to remember, not that long ago, Brett Kavanaugh was a drug-dealing serial rapist. That's true. <laughs> and now he's exactly a Supreme right. Court oh, justice. God, so what they did they have. The stuff is just so out there. Yeah. They are disgusting with that. Whatever happened to tolerant and liberal and accepting? Whatever happened to that? Those were all your titles. Where'd they go? Well, I'd be, I'd settle for innocent and proven guilty, and yeah, that'd be good. proven guilty. Well, and that and, and how about being able to vote not against a party, but for something yeah. that actually no, counts? They Although can't I have might that. have they to do that. Joe in this Biden. Case. I might have to do it in this case because can I vote for somebody in a party that calls my mother evil? Yeah. I don't think I can do that. Who called your mother evil? My mother She's was Catholic. Roman Catholic, and they now think that the My dog mom was mother. Too. Uh, the, the, Catholics the, are evil. Flat out evil. Yeah. Well, but can you vote for somebody that treats women like his property? Oh, you Allegedly. mean like Bill Clinton or. No, all I'm, of them? Not, I'm not saying they're no, a great human being. But how does that affect our country? But In a whole. Alex, I got to tell you, he's also just like a horrible human being. Well, they're all horrible human beings. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, think about the things that he said has said about women, and think about if he said them about me. But does that affect our country? I agree. It's still just having a horrible human being. I didn't say I was going to vote for him anyway. Why do you assume I'd vote for him? No, you were saying that you might have to vote against Biden because of. No, I didn't say I would vote against him. I said I just wouldn't vote for him. Doesn't mean I'll vote for Trump either. If Biden hadn't gone with all of the, you know. I'm going to choose a black woman for my vice president because that's what matters to me. Exactly. You know, well, white people are evil, et cetera, et cetera. I've considered voting for him. 
But he bought into the racial identity politics, and that's why so many people, he's more harmful than Trump. So many people I've talked to are like, I'm either going to have to, like, I guess, vote for Biden or just not vote. I'm like, yeah. But why would you vote for Biden? He's every bit as bad as Trump. Well, worse. because but worse in a he, lot of his worse. social justice standards are higher. So yeah, they have been for seven years. And like never the, pulled them for off. the environment and all these If things. you're the right color, sure. No, he does. He, I mean, so you'd the, rather the see, environment has a way better shot with Biden as president than it does, does Donald it, but Trump. Does it, but does the more. country financially? Will you be able to support your children? Yeah, but money's not everything. Oh, in okay, this case, well, it you is. have no proof it will be. <laughs> exactly. well, just, like, All right, we got to wrap it up. Go to many, Liberia. Tell many, me money's not everything. I'm not saying it's not an important thing. I'm just vote saying libertarian. that it's not. Vote libertarian. Vote <laughs> libertarian. There you go. Just don't know. Just don't vote if you're going to vote for libertarian. No, I'm totally going to vote for the libertarian Why? candidate. Because we need more options because our political parties stink. I voted for the Green Party person last time. I'm just going to go and run the ticket all the way down. Horrible person. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. All right, we got to take off. We'll talk to you tomorrow. What? I was going to say, I think, personally, the best Hold thing in the second. whole world is would to be have uh, president one party and the House another party. That's the best shot that anybody has that's at what any we have right now. But that's, I know, that's, but that's just what I'm saying. Alex, We're getting nothing done. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>